Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. And with us right now, Rich Rodzinski. And Rich, you are the founder and CEO of Tragic Media, 12 and a half years uh, at the helm. And uh, you've done a lot of great, uh, a lot of software, a lot, 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 lot of software. development. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In, in, in that time, you're based in San Diego. Rich, thanks so much for joining us. Josh, super pumped to be on. Thanks again for having me. Absolutely. So yeah, give us an overview of what founder or uh, yeah, what Tragic Media does. Yeah, totally. Uh, Tragic Media, we're a San Diego-based technology agency. We really focus on that like engineering, the technical aspect of it, um, and helping uh, our clients, whether they're growing businesses or entrepreneurs and startups, helping them to build, scale, and support um, you know, different solutions, um, whether that be you know their uh, storefront, their website, or a custom application that we've built for them. Yeah, right, right. So, um, what general are these generally earlier stage companies that you work with? Later stage, enterprise level. It's it's a wide mix. I mean, we've been doing this for twelve years, so we get kind of the you know the full gamut of it. I think our real sweet spot that we've kind of uh, created is really in helping like um, <clears throat> non technical leaders or uh, organizations that are growing but don't have really large engineering departments, and we can kind of come in and partner with them for the longer term, so that they don't have to then build and scale their own engineering firm. So uh, we do a lot of stuff in the entertainment and gaming space uh, mm-hmm. because they're all focused on you know, their creativity, building their products and their IPs. And sometimes they just need help kind of like keeping their stores running, coming up with cool new ways to distribute their, their different uh, creative uh, assets and everything like that. Um, we work with uh, a number of different startups and entrepreneurs, again, non-technical founders that you know, don't have that engineering partner but still have a great idea, you know, have uh, some investment money and they want to get something off the ground, um, we can help them kind of bridge that hurdle of having to build and scale their own technical team, which for a non-technical founder can be really difficult to just find that good partner for them. Yeah. Um, and, and then we do a lot in like the, uh, the nonprofit space as well. So a lot with nonprofits uh, that just need some help with their various, you know, organizations creating efficiencies, um, you know, setting up different campaigns and donation platforms and different things like that. So it's kind yeah. of a very wide mix. Uh, but I think the the core of it really, you know, comes down to anybody that really wants to thrive in the modern digital landscape, but doesn't have that really, you know, solid engineering team to do so. Yeah. How is it working in San Diego? How's the tech scene there? And I would imagine that your proximity has led to some some work opportunities with with companies in the area. Um, we, yeah, we do a, a, a lot of stuff. All of, my team is actually distributed. We've been a remote team even before COVID for a long time. Um, mm-hmm. Just finding- you were, You're distributed before distributed was cool. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we were doing it before yeah. it was the cool thing for sure. Um, San Diego is a really cool place. Uh, I like it because it's a, um, we do really big things with really small teams. Um, you know, it's, it's uh, like we were talking about just briefly before, it's really big for conferences and there's a, mm-hmm. there's a lot of travel into San Diego, but like the core San Diego city is kind of actually a lot smaller. And we noticed this a lot during COVID because there wasn't all that travel coming in. So, um, you know, even in downtown where I live, it's, it's a lot, uh, you know, more sparse and everything. Um, 
but uh, so we've been able to create a really good name for ourselves out here. Uh, we do work with a lot of organizations in the area. Um, we've been able to create a really good presence in the area because, you know, we're not LA or we're not San Francisco. So we've been able to really like, you know, kind of create our mark down here. Um, and right now over the past, I'd say like five years, San Diego's tech scene has been like exploding. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of companies moving down to San Diego. There's a lot of new entrepreneur opportunities, a lot of investment money coming up. So it's a really exciting place to be right now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, so let's talk about, um, you know, so let's say someone has a great idea, right? And, and they need an MVP. Um, so I remember, so my other um, company, my other tech startup I launched 14 years ago, Savings Angel, um, our first iteration is that we took Joomla, you know, we basically built what I needed on an existing platform. It was kind of ugly. The UI was not real great, but functionally it worked and it really gave, we learned so much from having that out there and we were able to sell it, you know, again, it was a version, you know, kind of 1.0 of the product, but we used it to start generating some cash and after a while, you know, once you have something ugly, it's, you know, people are using it, man, that user feedback is gold because before then you're just guessing, totally. but, but I'd really love your take on, you know, creative ways to come up with MVPs and, you know, existing platforms. And today, you know, compared to, you know, I launched and I was developing this, uh, you know, back in, 2000, the end of 2006. And yeah. so, you know, here actually we are do some real hard work then, right? <laughs> oh man, it was crazy. And, and, you know, and I had to kind of just figure it out on my own. I've been a web developer. I can hack my way through PHP and JavaScript mm-hmm. a little mm-hmm. bit, um, you know, and, but, you know, it, it, like I said, it, it, it functionally kind of did what we needed to do. Um, but, but today there's just so many great tools and great platforms. Can you kind of lay out an environment? And so I guess what I want is let's say that there's someone listening to us rich right now and they're like, man, I've got a great idea, but I wouldn't even know the first place to begin in terms of like, you know, do I go on Upwork and hire a developer and create everything from scratch? Or, you know, how can someone become aware of off the shelf platforms that will get you maybe 60, 80% of the way there. That's, that's, I mean, you really hit the nail on the head there. Like that is just some already like leading this in, in, in some great feedback is just that right now there are so many great solutions out there to get the ball running. And um, so much of the importance of like a startup is your marketing and your sales strategy. Like the technology is important, but unless you're, you know, building some AR kit or something like the technology is probably not as much of the driving piece as the marketing and the overall experience, you know, the overall solution that you're trying to uh, create there. Um, so a lot of times you can kind of do it with smoke and mirrors or, or with just like some duct tape and, you know, uh, uh, hope and a prayer um, and getting something out to market, proving and validating the concept and getting that user feedback is gold, like you said. And also because the startup scene has continued to grow and evolve, so has the experience of everybody. And so is the expectation of your um, uh, investors. So you can't just go to an investor with a great idea and get $10,000 now. Like maybe you could, you know, 10 years ago or something, but nowadays no they, way. Want a, <laughs> they want a plan, you know, they need, and, and, and more so than even just the plan, they want to show, they want some skin in the game. They want to see yeah. you to show them that you have something working. You have validated the market fit. You have, 
customers that are ready to go and you just need to kind of get the, the wheels turning. Um, so A, for a lot of entrepreneurs, that's the best way to go is to try to figure out what's off. I mean, there's Shopify, there's, you know, a lot of great web platforms out there that make it, you know, really easy to connect and uh, just build different uh, websites or even, you know, some mm-hmm. uh, uh, applications. There's a lot of no code interfaces. Uh, Bubble is a, a up and coming no code. There's also like Google App Sheets, which you can do some really powerful things just with Google App Sheets, which lets you kind of just in a very spreadsheety way, build an application interface to collect data from users. Um, So there's a lot of these systems out there that can help you get the ball rolling until you can get to the point where you can attract an investor. And at that point, you really want to make sure that you're doing things right because you're laying down the infrastructure for your future company growth and uh, you know, there's this concept con- called technical debt, and it's kind of like any shortcut that you take, um, you're going to have to repay that back in tech debt later because that shortcut is going to come up in other ways as you're trying to grow and scale the system that you've created. Um, and just in general, you always need to kind of pay back, you know, your debt in terms of like keeping your system pruned and up to date and, you know, just good quality code and everything like that. Um so that's where it starts making, you know, when you get the investor, you have the idea coming, then you want to either find a technical founder or find a company like us that can then take your idea, take your business and really help you flush it out into a more full featured application. Yeah, this is exciting. You know, while you were just talking about this, I Googled no code development platforms. There is a There's lot of right? cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. You know, so, you know, even if you're not really a geek, you can at least kind of get the ball rolling, totally. you know, maybe, you know, um, you know, maybe find someone that can kind of help you through the platform a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Rich, um, at what point would they come to you? Um, it, it's really when they're ready to hit that, like when they're ready to build a professional enterprise, more enterprise grade, like they want to start scaling out, you know, multiple cities across the country. Um, and they, and they have expectations to take this and, and grow this over the long term. Um, and again, they don't have that technical founder. They don't have somebody that that really um, can help them make those hard technical decisions because what we like to do is we come in as partners and we really try to understand your goals as an organization and how technology can support that. We're not just trying to sell you on some cool new platform or some you know new feature. We're trying to help you understand how can you best invest in the platform to help you grow your business the most. And, you know, there's a point where you can invest a lot and you're not going to get that return off it as heavily. So we really, especially for the MVP, really try to hone that down to just like, what is the core functionality that you need to get this ball, you know, really rolling and scaling. And then we can help you kind of grow and support that over time. And Rich, um, can you kind of talk about the advantages to working with an agency like yourself, as opposed to, I'm just going to go find some really cheap labor overseas (laughs) And uh, and crank it out. Uh, I think that there's uh, it's it's just inherently challenging finding good technical people um, and good people that are committed to you that are doing good quality work because, like I said before, that tech debt will come back and it'll come back in a very ugly way in the worst time possible. You know, you'll have some big product launch or something, and the site will go down because of uh, you haven't been maintaining you know your system you know properly or whatever. Um, so again, it's kind of like you can take the shortcuts, but then the shortcuts can come back to bite you. And then also there's a lot of um, things can be over-engineered, um, overthought, you know, they can build systems in a way that'll 
lock you in and not let you grow and flex and scale, which is really important for a startup is to be able to pivot. So some engineers, you give them, you know, this task and they'll build it very specific, but without the ability to kind of move and, and shift that later. Um, and that's where somebody like me or my organization comes in is we have a, a more holistic view of technology. I have, you know, a team of eight engineers working for me that are various uh, different skill sets that we can bring into your um team to grow your team for your platform. And I think that's the other part of it is there's this new concept of like a full stack developer and you can just hire a full stack developer and they can take care of all your things. But mm -hmm. uh, digital is very complex when it comes, you know, all the way down to your cloud hosting, to your backend engineering, yeah, your front end geez. development. There's a lot of pieces to it. And yes, there are individuals that can get it all done, but that doesn't mean that they're really good at doing all of the components the best, you know? Yeah. It kind so, of strikes so me as like, you know, if, you know, if you're in a car accident, you want an attorney that specializes in that right. as opposed to working Just with a generalist. General. Totally. Like, sure, a generalist, you know, they'll know the basics across everything. But, you know, wouldn't you rather have someone that's like, listen, let me save you a month of heartache. Let me tell you, I've already been down that road. Exactly. It sounds great in theory. Right. But let me tell you in practicality, it's just going to be really muddy if you develop it like that. That's the time-saving, money-saving experience, you know, where it just takes, you know, makes sense to bite the bullet and, you know, totally. and bring someone who's got that specialty and that experience of wisdom, really. Yeah, yeah, we can, we can definitely, that, that's a great point. Like, we, we've done this hundreds of times before for so many different companies. We can, you know, bring that learning and that experience to, you know, your specific product uh, roadmap. Um, and I think the other thing that I was going to say quickly is there's also this, like, need to like pull everything in-house and grow your own team. Everybody feels like they have to grow their own team now. Um, and that's also very challenging. Developers are expensive. Uh, developers yeah. want a lot and they, you have to keep them kind of um, not entertained, but you know, they, they have to, you know, get something yeah. out of their work. You know, you can't just give them the same mundane tasks and everything. And you have to keep them busy because a lot of times with this development, it kind of like comes in, in waves and all of a sudden you need three developers, but the next week you don't need any, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's where, again, where it, it helps to work with an agency because we can scale up to support you and then we can scale down to lower your cost when you don't need us. Yeah. So Rich, um, you know, you've been, like I said, you've been, you've been at the helm, you're OG. You've been doing yeah, this for yeah, 12 yeah. and a half years. Um, you know, how does someone keep an agency like that running for that length of time? It's, it's been challenging, um, definitely, because I think, especially in what we do, because we're not like a design or marketing focused agency. And while design and marketing has continued to evolve, I don't think it's quite as tumultuous as uh, the technology, because literally the frameworks are disappearing or new frameworks are, are showing up. Um, you have a lot of changes in just like, you know, continuously having to support a system just to keep up with uh, what's happening, um, you know, with like browsers and everything. And then there's also all of the SaaS platforms, like we talked about and now no code. So now we have, uh, you know, it's, we used to do a lot of like custom e-commerce a couple of years ago and then Shopify came out. Well, now it's, everything's kind of more plug and play. So that's not really our suite. So we have to continuously kind of keep evolving to where, we, where our expertise brings the most value to our clients and not trying to just, you know, hard push one particular thing. So as we started, we were really web focused and then we moved to e-commerce and now we're very, very deep into the application realm. Um, and we're moving deeper into more of the, um, 
IoT and cloud uh, technologies, just because, you know, again, like the application and everything, it's all just getting a lot more plug and play and easier. So we have to keep moving towards where our engineering expertise really uh, can help differentiate us. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. All right, Rich, someone's been listening to us and they're like, all right, I like the guy. I like this guy. I think he can help me out. Where do they go? What do they do? How do they engage with you? You know, where do, where do they start that journey? Totally. Um, first, I encourage everybody to go check out tragic.media. We have a fun site. It's a fun brand. Just check it out just because it's a little bit of a different experience. Um, if you're interested in just kind of learning more about technology, about the work that we do in, uh, you know, all the different news that we share about uh, the industry and changes and everything, you can follow us on LinkedIn. Um, I'm very active on LinkedIn. I love to connect with anybody that's listening. Um, if you have an idea or you have a need or you have a problem and you just need somebody to talk to, to help you kind of figure out next steps, I'd be happy to take a free consultation, take some time to connect with you. And, you know, I'm not, going to necessarily force my services, but I can help you maybe get connected with somebody that can help you if, if not us. Yeah, that's awesome. Rich Rodzinski, your website, tragic.media. I've been like fascinated watching your drone footage on your, <laughs> your website. It's like fun. it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great hero video that you've Thank got you. going Thank on you. there. Love it. So very, very cool. Yep. You can go see what I'm looking at at tragic.media. Rich Rodzinski, thank you so much for joining us. Josh, thanks again. Really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, Tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.